0: welcome to tanked up episode 22 we are a beer drinking video game playing podcast yay. I'm Ben, I'm joined by Alex. Yay. How you doing? I'm alright. It's been a while. It has. It has. We've got lots of games to talk about. <laughs> lots have lots of well games. We have a very well-planned podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Um, this week we're going to talk about games we played. We're also going to talk about spooky games, because it was Halloween. It
1: was not only more Halloween, is it? Halloween's the 31st, isn't it? And it's now the 1st.
0: It is. It was yesterday.
1: Yeah. So you can tell it made a massive difference to me <laughs> <laughs> to do anything to celebrate it. Um, and it's your birthday. Woo! More importantly, It is. It is also my birthday. A meaningful event. It is. The sun has gone round The earth has gone around the sun some number of times. One
0: more time. Yes. Yes. So we should celebrate in the best way by drinking beer. Yeah. What um. are we going to drink? Beers. I got you some beers for your birthday. You did, and we're gonna crack into them. It's a very excellent gift. We do have the kernel IPA. So it's a what's well, a
1: double mosaic yep. IPA. And and what's that nine? Nine point three percent nice. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a bad kernel, so I'm sure this is gonna be a lovely, yep. a lovely rare.
0: Um, <laughs> we've also got an Arbor Rocket Man. I would assume it's out when John Inspired. Yeah, of course,
1: an um, American IPA.
0: Yep, so that'll, that'll be nice.
1: What well, percentage? Six
0: percent. Okay, fair enough. But as we've as we've called it in the chiller, <laughs> we shall begin with the Modus Hopperandi IPA by Scar Brewing. Nice. I can't believe they managed to get the. Uh the
1: uh, copyright on Modus Hopper and I <laughs> <laughs> like uh whoever got Hoptimus Prime yeah, an
0: absolute yeah. I I did see that there is uh, a friend sent me a link to Black Hops Black Hops yeah. so yeah an Australian brewery has um has managed to get the rights to Black Hops <laughs> and, it, and it's it is Call of Duty um licensed
1: nice it?
0: yeah yeah so I it's a very small brewery in Australia and they've now been given, I would imagine, a shitload of money from Activision or, I guess. or Treyarch, the developers for what? to to for make a beer for marketing purposes, I would think. But who benefits out of that? Not Black Ops, Ooh, presumably. I don't know. It's an odd one, isn't it? Yeah, Here, have a beer that's black ops. Yeah. You
1: know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So do you reckon if I made Call of Multi? Uh,
0: then I'd get a phone call oh, from my good. Infinity War. Yeah. Here's yeah, a shitload of money for you us. We just happened to do it at the same time that we're um, that we're releasing this game. yeah, yeah. Call of multi-advanced warfare. Oh, there's also a Fallout, Fallout 4 beer that's been produced as well. I don't know who has made that, mm-hmm. um, but I have seen that going around a little bit. You can buy it on Amazon in America for X amount of dollars a crate of it whether it tastes called? any good I, I, I don't know I don't know what it's called I just know that there's a Fallout one I'm trying to think of a pun that works with Fallout that's
1: beer related but my mind is drawing a blank
0: no I don't know really I suppose they as we have decided to do with the podcast they realise that beer and computer games probably go quite well together because of the age range of people that play computer games these days yeah many men our age <laughs> and down I and suppose younger, yeah
1: that's true
0: so yeah, I suppose it's just it, it's a, a marketing
1: gimmick. I mm. imagine it's, it does not weird. I mean, I could understand if there was a, like a brew dog, um, Call of Duty, or someone with like Reach that could yeah. be Sierra Nevada or something. But like, oh, what's the brewery called? The I, I can't remember what they were yeah, called, exactly. but it's a, it's a
0: small Australian brewery. But it did say, like the article very specifically said, it it would only be available in Australia. <laughs> so whether Call of Duty has Issues selling units in Australia, and mm. they want something to go along with it, to advertise it, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. More research needed. Research that neither of us can going to do. <laughs> Which we haven't <laughs> done prior to recording the joke. Let's
1: drink this bit. Yes, Modus Hopper and Ice. Oh, it's in a can, quite obviously, from that. I've got a good feeling about this. Yeah? I don't know why. Have you
0: had anything by these guys before?
1: No, I don't think
0: so. Scar Brewing? I don't really
1: like the name Scar Brewing. It sounds a bit. I don't know what they like, the Scar music, music. and But it's got nothing to do with brewing.
0: Yeah, not really. You can understand with something like Signature Brew, where a lot of their stuff's all to do with music and beer, isn't it? But, um, they've got lots of different beers that sort of. Signature's quite any, uh, an open name, really. It doesn't quite go with beer and it doesn't really go with music. Mm. You um, can sort I don't of remember see...
1: um, we didn't really like their beer that actually. no we didn't no. that's a bit shit too coppery apparently. yes anyway. both of the
0: beers that we've had by them were too coppery cheers, so. cheers. Smells nice mm. it's quite um it's
1: quite an ambery colour um it tastes quite good it's kind of reminding me of um lagunitas like ipa yes yeah
0: with like um it hasn't got like a big punchy sort of flavour, but then there's a, a, so it lingers quite a lot. You get that, the the, the, the taste of the beer sort of sits. Mm. It's good. It's mm. tasty. It is. It's very hoppy,
1: as you'd expect.
0: Mm.
1: Orangey. Um, yeah. that flavour. It's an unusual one. It's nice though. Mm. Maybe grapefruit as well. Yeah, it's got a little sort
0: of sourness, hasn't it? So Mm. Not a huge amount, though.
1: I love IPA generally. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think maybe that's the thing that that sort of sits and lingers, Mm. that sourness that sort of hangs about for a little while. Mm. It's good. Mm. Anyway, so what...
1: It's our plan. I have literally no idea what we're talking about.
0: We're just talking about some games. <laughs> uh, i played quite a lot of games nice. since we podcasted last time. Right. Um, sort of but you, you, you weren't with us, it, were you, the last time no. we podcasted? It was Adam and I. Um, so um, I played a couple of the PlayStation Plus games this mm-hmm. month, um, one of which was Super Meat Boy, which oh, nice. we've chatted about quite a lot on the podcast. Yeah, I
1: have previously. Super Meat Boy, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um...
1: Is it not a new version or something?
0: So it's the same uh, same game. But um, I don't believe it's come out on PlayStation previously. So this is the oh, first yeah, time it's come X to PlayStation, PlayStation yeah. Um, and one of the things with the game is that the soundtrack is completely different to the Xbox version. Because the, um, the composer wouldn't give up the, or didn't want to um, allow the music to be used again um i i don't know why whether that's because it doesn't have a good working relationship with the developer anymore or, or for some reason like that so the the new soundtrack has been made by various different people um some of the guys that made or one of the guys that made some of the songs for hotline miami mm. has made some of the music for this and you can sort of see why that kind of person has been picked to play um if you don't know what super meat boy is it's a, a uh, speed running game. 2D platforming game old school where you can die very very quickly and very very easily by hitting any number of rotating spikes or uh, yeah things along the way um it's hard man it's a hard game it is hard but yeah. as we as we've said with things like Hotline Miami and a couple of other games it's it's got that really quick reset button mm-hmm. so you die and you can instantly start again yeah um and it it's, it's although it's 2D um, platform, you've got quite a lot of verticality with it as well in some of the levels, it's just sort of vertical platforming really you've got to jump between things you get
1: Yeah, it's old school, it's like um, a platform, like
0: it's got um,
1: hints of like Sonic to yeah, it, like yeah. it's kind of running quickly along, like mm. jumping up
0: walls and doing special it, moves It's definitely got that speed element to it like you want to be doing it as quickly yeah. as possible and with a lot of these games it gives you a rating at the end And I Mm -hmm. would assume that that rating with with Super Meat Boy is only based on on speed, on the time that you do it in, because there's nothing else to achieve with it. Well, I definitely played a few levels where I died quite a lot getting to grips with what you had to do within the level. Uh, and maybe on my twentieth attempt at a level, I'd get through it and then get an A plus rating. Hmm. So I, I assume that the grading is only based upon that run through yeah, on right. the run through where you complete it. So then it does come down to a time thing because, as I said, there's nothing else to achieve. Um, there's there's various things you can, you can pick up bandages in a couple of the levels, um, and I think so far the bandages only unlock different characters mm-hmm. and different skins um to be able to run through the levels at. Uh, there's also uh warp levels where you might find a, a warp point and it takes you into like a mini game and a couple of them that i've opened up have been um you get almost like a, a slightly 8-bit pixelated version of a different level nice. and you then jump through that and it will come up and say like world one of three um And then, well, two of three and three of three, and you work your way through them. But you'll only get, like, say, three lives to be able to make your way through all three levels. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they've been fun. And a couple of other warp levels where you're um, a different character from a a completely different developer. So um, I can't remember the developer's name, but there's a a bit trip, like a bit runner series, um, where you're like a ninja who can almost hover. So you get a, a level where you can jump and then you can hover across... Um, Mm -hmm. like an area of spikes or something like that Um, and that's like fun it gives you a a slight different element to it so you're not just running and jumping and you've got a a little bit of difference between some of the characters that you're able to use Um, but it's such an easy game to play but it's so frustrating and infuriating (laughs) because you can just hammer at a level and hammer Um, yeah
1: I I think it was made lovingly like they'd obviously put a lot of time and effort in Mm -hmm. um, especially because it's on that film um it's a documentary video games or something yeah right? it's got the, the one that's on Netflix yeah ones, Maybe it's, um, it's on Netflix. I don't know anyway but have you seen what I mean the no movie? I haven't
0: seen it but I've uh, so it's got
1: like three game designers that it focuses on and it keeps like splicing between their independent stores yeah. or whatever and it's these two guys um, literally Super Meat Boys made by two people yeah um, Team
0: Meat I think they cool. yeah
1: <laughs> and it's taken them like years of like dedicated programming stuff to mm. do but you know they live in their parents' houses and you know they they have no money and just hoping to get some like money off the release of this game and yeah. making stuff so, I and mean, you I don't know it's like it's obviously a labour of love on their part and I respect them for making it and stuff but um and I, and I, you know I enjoyed the game but it didn't keep me transfixed for very long yeah I, you know I played it for a little while um got some of the basic like oh double jump off walls mm-hmm. and you know Whatever, having to judge exactly how long your long jump will last. Yeah, you yeah. It, and then the levels were quite good at um, building the, um, like introducing you to the game dynamics mm-hmm. with different things that you had to do, so that you know by the time you run like level ten or something, you're completely like like perfect on all of yeah, the game yeah. dynamics. But, but then after a while, I was just a bit like, um, platformer, you know, like. Don't know where it's gonna go, but it's probably not gonna be that like interesting. Like it's other other games, if I wanted to play a game. Yeah, I yeah, know I know what you mean.
0: I I got to a point where I'm, I'm I think I'm in the third world, the third set of stages, and I'm on the boss character, which is uh, almost a race. Mm-hmm. So you, you get this other character, and you're both going through the same level, um, and obviously you go into it blind. And the computer has an advantage because obviously it knows what the level is, and it will be able to run that level very well. So you sort of you play it four or five times, and you start to get an idea about the first part of that level. When you move through it, and you start to get a little bit ahead of this other character because you know that you should be doing uh, like a long jump rather than a, a short jump. I mean, mm-hmm. You on PlayStation, you hold R one down, and he'll move faster. So if you hold R one and then jump, he'll do a longer jump. Yeah, yeah. And you know to do that at different points, So you can jump off of a wall a little bit quicker. And then you get to the next part where you don't know what's going on and you die. So then you have to repeat what you've just done, plus then work out the next part of the stage and then do it again and do it again. And you then work out the next part of the stage. And then you get to a third part of the stage and and suddenly you're thinking, right, I've now got to do this part perfectly. I've now got to do this part perfectly. I'm now going into this part blind (laughs) and have to see how this works. And mm. I think on i I've just got so stuck on that level, mm. but I feel now if I went back to it I've not played it for a couple of weeks now, if I went back to it, I would have to learn it all that yeah. that part of the the you know that level learn it all again, and just spend time on it and There's other things I'd rather be doing, I think
1: so I got like that with um a completely different game, but um did you ever play Project Gotham racing mm, um project Gotham three or four I think um actually i think four had loads of threes levels in it plus like hardly any new ones yeah it was a bit of a ripoff but um i played that game a, a lot for a while and um some of the levels on it was so difficult that it you had to be like the, the the corners you had to take at such speed or whatever on the mm. um on the career mode you had to play a game like um against the computer and some of the levels where it would just be pitching you against people who are just always every single run is perfect, yeah perfect, yeah. and you can only gain like milliseconds on them if you do it perfectly, kind of thing but yeah the the level of intensity of like focus that you had to put into it when you were um trying to beat them it was so intense it's, mm-hmm. so it's not a relaxing evening playing, no man no, no, no. So you've, got, you've got to
0: calls. be so precise as yeah, well Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. as
1: hard as anything else that I've ever perfected mm-hmm. <laughs> like any skill or anything I've ever done any degree oh. any, any work I ever did for my degree or anything like that this was at least as hard as I <laughs> <second. laughs> never
0: needed that level of precision again <laughs> no, that's right yeah. absolutely uh, um, I suppose adversely to, to Super Meat Boy the other Playstation Plus game mm-hmm. adversely adversely is uh, Broken Age, which is a completely different game to Super Meat Boy. Uh-huh. It's a bit more relaxed, it's a bit more chilled out. It's... I don't know anything about this game.
1: Um, it's uh, Shall by we Double Fine. A... Oh, you finished? Yeah, right. Okay. You've almost finished as well. I to be fair. And what a... else are we going to drink? Colonel. Uh-huh. I would say Colonel. I'm going to uh, Bermondsey again in two weeks. Oh, nice. I should be visiting the Colonel Brewery. Yeah. Which is. Um, which is fun, always fun.
0: I've yeah. been there before then.
1: Yeah. I went there on my birthday a oh, yes. couple of years ago. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, When you did the tour of the Bermondsey. Indeed,
1: now I'm going to go and cheer my brother the same Yeah. The same thing. Because there's quite a
0: lot of breweries down that way, isn't there?
1: Yeah. Down on, that way. On the tour, on the Bermondsey beer mile, there is um, four pure partisan. Um, Approved by Numbers, Kernel. Um... Well, even if there's more with oh. those ones, you can't go fucking wrong. Yeah, you? it's like another two or three. Yeah. And and then there's a bottle shop at the end, which is like very well stocked. And it's clever putting a bottle shop at the end. Yeah, with everyone you've been to. Yeah, yeah. And I spent about 70 quid just in the bottle shop as well. But you're going kind to of, want you. The hall was excellent. Though. After being absolutely
0: smashed from going yeah. all to these places. This is going to be a great beer. Fantastic. It smells very good. Mm,
1: it's fucking fruity.
0: Mm. That's very nice.
1: Wow. It just doesn't even taste like other other beers, don't you? Know? No, Like taste, It's just another level of beer. Kernel are just amazing. It's so... <laughs> it just doesn't taste like beer
0: almost, does it? It's... Yeah.
1: I don't know what they do to it. I don't know what their processes are. They're fucking amazing. They're like, they they extract every single, like, um, every single bit of beta oils out of the hops mm. that they can
0: possibly get somehow. I don't know what oh. they're doing. I mean, like, you know... They have so, that, like, optimum temperature to be able to cook it. Like, yeah, it must something. something like that. Exactly. Everything's yeah. op-
1: exactly optimum, like, within one or two degrees exactly mm. all the time at the entire process. And, um... I mean, like, so, like, typically adding late addition hops to get that, like, to get the sort of floral, delicate mm. hoppy notes out of it. But uh, I mean, then there must they must be doing something because that homebrew that we just drank a minute yes. ago that I made has nothing on this, but it has late addition hops, and I did a bit of whirlpooling at the end. Yeah. But there's there's obviously some special technique that they.
0: Like, you don't have that, it, I don't know like, there's not really a bitterness to it you don't have mm. that sort of a lasting aftertaste of sourness that we had with say like the uh, the Modus Operandi. it's just it's completely different but in such a good way like, it's like yeah
1: doesn't taste like 9% beer either does it
0: shit this is the 9% one yeah. 9.6% I think it is is that what
1: it says oh. 9.3
0: it's a good job it's in a small
1: bottle <laughs> I should have got a couple of these.
0: I should have just got loads of these. <laughs> oh, oh man, nice! That's very good. It um, really, really is. So yes, Broken Age. Broken you know Age. nothing of Broken I Age. Nothing of it. Uh, it's a double fine game, and right. it's a point and click adventure. Okay. The unusual. Which, yeah, which is unusual for a console game because yeah. it's a scroll and click adventure, I suppose. Um. What's the difference between point and click and scroll and click? I suppose point and click is on a mouse; it's very easy to move between. Whereas scroll oh, okay, and right. click, you're on your you're on your analog mm-hmm. stick, and you have got to move across and locally. Yeah, it's um it's a very narrative story sort of driven game. You are two characters, so you can very easily jump between the stories of these two characters and um do what you need to do for each of these characters when you want to almost. So. The way I played it was, I went through one character's. Uh, you're a, a girl, and you're being offered up to a um, what these people see as a, like an interdimensional god, almost <laughs> a beast that's that a appears very strange and, yeah.
1: for anything. <laughs>
0: yes, so you're this girl, and you don't really want to be eaten by this beast that's going to turn up. Why so you. You have a lot of um, dialogue choices with various different characters. Um, The the, the art style is is very cartoony, hand drawn sort of style, but almost with the main characters. When you're in sort of the dialogue um, scenes and they're saying something, it almost seems almost like claymation. So it's 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 drawn in a very in a really good way. I don't know whether it's computer-drawn, whether it's hand-drawn or something. But so it, it's, is it
1: like um, a
0: first-person
1: like walking around uh, inside an environment? No, it it, just, no like, it's um, it's a scene. fixed scene sort yeah. of thing.
0: And you're one character and you, you move across the scene and interact with various objects. And, things. Yeah. and you need to sort of pick up objects as you go because an object will open up a different kind of dialogue with another character, which allows you to then progress <laughs> the story because that character will um, give up something that's happening or... You know then go off and do something because you've given them this item to be able to do it um so one one side of this is you're this girl and you're being offered up to this this beast. and the other side is that you're a, a a guy who is in a spaceship and you <laughs> uh, and at the start of the game this lad has to do various um missions. And you think you're helping people out until you realize that you're not really helping people out. Uh, one of them is to um, stop a train. So you, you you think you're traveling to a planet and you have to stop this train careering off the tracks. Um, but actually what happens is you you go on this track and you have to click on a mountain, which will extend its tongue. For you to be able to go down the train. it's very cartoony. Now, so.
1: what's like some acid or yeah. Whatever, you're on a spaceship. It is. It it is very much, yeah, man. It is. And click on a um, and
0: what the fuck? And you sort of you do this, but really, these like characters that you have to be on the train with will stop the train from going down the track until you've clicked on it. So to progress the story, I'm thinking, well, I need to. There's something I need to do. I need to stop this. Like, I need to make the train crash in some way. But I couldn't quite figure out how to do it. And, and spoilers, to do it, you have to make the mountain open up, get his tongue out. The characters will allow the train to then go down. And as the train is going down a hill towards the mountain, you click on the mountain again. He'll like, roll his tongue back and the train will then come off of the tracks and fly down this thing. And this character then realises that he's almost being like babied by the onboard computer. Mm -hmm. who acts as like a mum and dad to this guy. And, you know, the character model is, I suppose, maybe late teens, early 20s sort of thing. So he's been doing all of this continuously. And it's, you sort of, it's got a very good way of making you feel for these characters very quickly as well through the the narration and through what you have to do. So I've only completed um, act one. um, And it was released two acts, so act one and act two. But the PlayStation Plus version has both Acts in it. So I finished Act 1. And I've almost wanted to go back to do Act 2. But I suppose Act 1 maybe took me a few hours to play. And I've not had a big chunk of time to play a game. Mm -hmm. And I thought I I want to go into Act 2 and just be able to blitz the whole thing. mm -hmm. But I've not had that time to be able to do it. So I will go back to it. Um, it's just knowing that I've got a chunk of an afternoon or an evening to be able to go back into it and, and continue on I think some of the, the puzzles is such, or knowing how you had to progress through the scene to be able to get to the next one some of them got quite complex and you had to do things in certain order to, be able to progress through and they're not super obvious so it's quite complex in the way that it makes you be able to go about doing certain tasks mm-hmm. and things so it's very clever in the way that it does that. Um The only thing I think I found with it that I didn't quite enjoy was that complexity from the off. So mm-hmm. it's almost straight away, you have to like. I, I haven't played a, click and, a point and click adventure for years. Yeah, yeah, right. So you almost have to be in that frame of mind to go right. This is going to is going to give you nothing. You yeah. need to explore as much as you can and, and pick up what you're able to mm-hmm. and, and talk to every character available and use the items on these characters to see how you would be able to do that. And I walked around scene one for about 10 minutes just thinking, I have no idea what I'm meant to do. And suddenly it clicked and I'm thinking, oh, oh I can take this and I can offer it up to this character. And, and one of them goes, why would I need that? And you're thinking, oh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Then you go to another character and they're like, oh, yeah, I will. Excellent. And then they divulge the next bit of I see. scene that goes on. And you're like, right, okay, now I'm in that mindset to be able to progress through this. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, when I played Act 1, it just happened I had an afternoon to be able to just concentrate on it uh, and be able to move through Act 1. Um, so, yeah, you need to be in that point-and-click adventure sort of frame of mind so that everything needs to be explored to be able to progress through it. So uh, unlike Super Meat Boy. Yeah. Which is is you just pick Completely up. And just different bang through
1: games, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. So would you say that um you enjoyed this game better than um Super, what's it called again? Uh, Broken Age. Broken Age,
0: yeah. Um yeah, I think so. I think I but it's how much did it
1: cost? Or was it this? Oh, so so this is, is the yeah, this is right. the
0: PlayStation Plus game. So um hopefully if I get this up on the internet in time and you listen to it day one you can still download it for free because we're moving into november the new playstation plus game is now it is
1: like,
0: it's your birthday you should know day. Um, with the playstation plus games they come out on i think the first wednesday of the month so okay. you'll have a couple of days to be able to pick these games up still for free but uh, as i've said in almost every episode we've done if you're a PlayStation Plus member, why haven't you initiated the download for a free game? Just to say, I want this. Yes, I have checked. Yeah, I think we've I'm got to ready. assume
1: that most people listening to this aren't listening to it the very minute it comes out. Probably, probably not just waiting on iTunes refresh. Oh my There's
0: God, to, where is it?
1: <laughs> With the infrequency
0: of our uh,
1: <laughs> upload, they'll be wasting a lot of time. Quite possibly. So, yeah. like, they're probably not going to
0: get those games, but... Well, you were... Uh, no, that's very true. You think, I've spoken to a lot of friends and and sort of say to them, like, you know, with the PlayStation games, just just initiate the download. Just get it. And then if you never come back to it, it doesn't matter. Like in a month's time, you go, well, I don't want to play this. Mm. I, I sort of know what it is and it's not going to interest me. Just delete it. But at least it's there if a game comes up and, and it does interest you. So and I assume that, that would be the same with the the Xbox Live games that come out. You know, they, they release... Two games uh, every two weeks, I believe yeah. it is. So yeah, I've never
1: you... even looked on the no? Xbox Live to see if there's free games I can
0: download. I'm not sure whether it's different between Xbox One and 360. So I, I, oh, yeah, I do yeah, see with uh, with Xbox One that you do get uh, yes, yeah, two games every two weeks. I think with Xbox. Um, That's not the same as one game a week, is it? it no, it's the same. It um, does dividing
1: the numerator by the
0: denominator. You are, no. you are, but you you. With PlayStation, the the games that get released, I think with uh, on PS four, I got th- three games that I was able to play this month. One of which I didn't play and probably won't, um, which I think was I can't remember what it called. Um, it's called. But but they're available all month, so you can just jump in at any point. Whereas with the with the Xbox ones, yeah, you, it's sort of you can you can download these for the next two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, and then once that's done, I see, I see. Yeah. It's like iPlayer. Whatever it's available, but only for a very short yes, amount of time, yes yeah. yeah, and you need to initiate the download or you need to at least say that you want it in some form to have it available to yeah. download, even if you download it at a later date, you've gone on and said, "I want this," and it's then associated it with your account for you to be able to download it whenever you like sort of thing, so yeah
1: so I really need to if I had any money or time mm. I would um upgrade my console from a three sixty with whatever the fuck 16 megabytes of hard drive space or whatever the yeah. fuck it's got on there because um i have to choose between which games i have like i can either play um like grand theft because, five yeah, yeah because i have to like download the game content off the disc or modern or uh, advanced warfare because i have to download the yeah the yeah or Alien Isolation or something. I can only have one of those on there at any one time. Mm. And that's... I mean, so obviously there's no room for me downloading new games each week. Yeah. Well, well two every two weeks. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, if so, it's the same
0: on six as it is on Xbox One.
1: Right, yeah. It's probably not
0: even available. Yeah, for, yeah. Probably for that reason as well. Um, I, I know with, uh, with Xbox, um, and it doesn't happen with PlayStation, is that they provide um, external hard drive support. So, mm. PlayStation 3 and 360, you're able to plug in a, a an external hard drive.
1: Yeah, can't um, we just plug in like a USB flash drive? To if just it, if it's got enough space on it? on it, you would be able well, yeah, to. Your, that yeah, I have one that's like 32 gigabytes. Yeah. It's like a tiny little thumbnail mm. sized drive thing.
0: Yeah, I know that uh, Xbox One allows you to do that as well, but PlayStation 4 doesn't. Mm. So, you're not able at the moment to, um, to, to plug anything in to be able to store your games on almost and download to. Um, I, I had a friend who had a 360, and had a like a two terabyte hard drive plugged up into it. So it had the, I think with 360 was it the arcade version, which had like sixteen meg on it. It Didn't have any hard yeah, right. drive
1: I whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, mine must be. More it must have a little
0: yeah. bit on there too.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's essentially. I mean, it's. We've talked about this before, but uh, at least ten years old, my console. Which is actually amazing, really. Yeah. You think about it, because um, nothing lasts that long these days. Like trainers, fucking, and I, I literally can't think of anything I own that's as old as that.
0: So seriously, uh, that's weird. Uh, I, I have think. a fridge which is older than that, but only because <laughs> someone's given it to me, and it was made in the '80s, which meant it was built to last rather than mm. anything that's built now, which is like, well, in three years' time there'll be a new version, so it doesn't matter if it breaks. <laughs> So my dad came round earlier to help me fix um, some
1: a stair we have that was like split. So we yeah. needed to like like bolster it from underneath uh-huh. so that the wood wouldn't like collapse or whatever. Anyway, so he brought around this saw. A wood saw. I have a wood saw, but he assumed I didn't have a wood saw. Right. I around anyway, and um, which we started sawing this like piece of wood in the garden, and he explained to me that um, he'd found this saw in a cottage they moved into in 1974. Fucking hell. <laughs> so it's like ah. a fucking 40-year-old saw. still works. It still cut a piece of wood and he was like, I've had it was sharpened once in that time.
0: So really? Yeah. Like, so yeah. they don't yeah, make saws like it's, that these but days. But that's it. Yes. We, we, like, with so many items now, with saws, you go got to B&Q and buy one for a fibre. Yeah. Like, no one like gets a saw no the sharpened these days. All, <laughs> like. right. But then it's the same with you. Like You know, so many people's like, Xbox Xbox 360 was renowned for just bricking.
1: Oh yeah, well I got the Red Ring, Red of, Ring death, of Death. Yeah, yeah, I had that. Um, and but then, in fairness, they fixed it for me. I sent it off, um, and they fixed it and sent it back. I, I don't think they charged me. Mm. It was so. I can remember I had a hairdresser at the time, uh, and I for some reason ended up talking to him about how I had Red Ring of Death, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I've got like." two Xboxes. Oh, you, yeah, you said this, this man. man. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. i Red Ring of Death, I can keep playing whilst I Thank send the other one Fucking up. hell, really? That really shouldn't be necessary, should it? <laughs> it's a you should have an item that works. Yeah, that's okay. right. Just make it, like, fuck you, capitalism. Just just make some product that doesn't need to be replaced. Definitely. On the slave labour of the third world. That's... Anyway, let's not go there.
0: <laughs> right, so you have been blank summer. A bit, I have. But let's open our third and final beer. We will. Things. We'll open our third and final beer and we'll talk about spooky games. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, yeah, okay,
1: fine. I suppose that is the theme. In it case is. you were wondering what the theme was, 34 minutes into the
0: podcast, the theme, the theme, the theme is this
1: week's podcast is ooh, yesterday's Halloween theme. We're now doing <laughs>
0: the day after Halloween. <laughs> it's
1: definitely relevant and well-researched. The thing I can't stress enough is that it's well-researched. <laughs> if you we just take one thing away, that's what I want it to
0: do. If you want a well-researched <laughs> podcast, listen to the one we spoke about, Anita Sarkeesian, and all the shit that she's gone through. That was I think that's possibly we... the most well-researched episode we've done. <laughs> or just another podcast by other people. Who <laughs> know what they're talking <laughs> about. Yeah, they aren't getting drunk
1: whilst they talk about it. But you know, That's the difference. If you want a well-researched podcast, fuck you. Is. Fuck off. Listen to something else. There's plenty of podcasts out there. We don't get anything out of this anyway. So Exact. fuck you. If yeah. you don't like it, fuck off.
0: Do one, kid. <laughs> right. What were we drinking? Arbor. Rocket Man. Woo. I
1: kind of got the feeling it's a David Bowie song. Is that right?
0: Uh, Rocket Man is an Elton John song. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, that's right. Starman
0: is Star-man, a David Bowie song. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I I can't decide which of. David Bowie and Elton John, I hate the most.
0: Oh, I fucking love both of them. Really? Yeah.
1: No. (laughs) 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 No, no. No, that's wrong. How can you like Journey and Elton John?
0: Wait, wait, Journey come from? Journey is fucking fantastic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How do you like Journey and Elton John? With great great ease. (laughs) Surely that's a
1: contradiction. That's like Journey and not Journey at the same time. That doesn't mean anything.
0: Yeah, I like a lot of music. So. Mm-hmm. No, mm. so this—that's nice. I'll be well, very different to the kernel. It's got a lot to live up to because that kernel does that one, kernel of, the best, really one nice. of the best, really nice beers we've had. Yeah, really balanced and and just yeah.
1: Okay, this is full of nose though. The nose is nose is big. So this is yeah. So this is the Arbor Sweet. Rocket Man, isn't it? It's, which is an IPA. An American, It says American specifically IP. says American IPA, which I appreciate because um, English IPA,
0: sometimes not so great. No, com- yeah, yeah, completely. Very, like, very
1: disappointing.
0: Um, very randomly, I had a Fuller's Bengal Lancer the other day. Really? Um, and I've never really been a fan of Fuller's. They're a very traditional... Very okay. yeah. English true, sort of, yeah, yeah. old school beer. Um, But actually, it was really nice. It was, it was an IPA. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of flavour. Um, and my uh, my mum's partner Dave is is very into his beers, but very much the like English ales, really. really. And it, you know, he, he likes his traditional English ales. Uh, and he brought this song, and actually, I'm thinking mm, this is it's got a lot of flavour. You can you can taste the hoppiness of it, and mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, it was really good.
1: But that's the thing I I, I really like. Um, so obviously I work at Barfels at the mm. moment, and um, their Barnsey, which is a bitter, a best bitter, yeah, is um, the best beer that they do. Best bitter, but it actually yeah. is the best beer that they do. Um, and it's not hoppy at all, really. It's got like um, a bit of Bramling. I'm not gonna give away the recipe, obviously, but it's got a bit of Bramling Cross.
0: Um, it's got this and this and this and this and <laughs> in these but quantities. It, it,
1: yeah, but it's like there's not much hops in there and the hops, um, Bramling Cross is not like a hop that you would use if you want like an American style right. IPA, kind of big. Use like a Nelson or,
0: something.
1: or... Yeah, right, or a Citra or a yeah, Cascade yeah. or possibly something like along those lines. An um, El Dorado, maybe, Ooh. or a Mosaic or a... Um, mosaic, or a double mosaic India panel um like Galaxy that's a fucking good hop but but it's it's not along those lines at all it's like um it's more like um gives you uh and a dank or berry notes or something it's like it's you really wouldn't want to what it does is if you've got a, a very kind of what you're showcasing is the multi like the um the grain that's going Mm -hmm. in there really. I mean, I kind of think of beers being in those, like basically three categories of like ones that depending on what ingredient it is that they're highlighting, like, um, certain Belgian beers are highlighting the, the yeast and that's what's going into it. So like, um, as a commercial example, a hoe garden or something, the hops that are in there are in the background deliberately. So, and there's like, it's a wheat beer, so it's basically wheat, which doesn't really contribute that much. Um, I mean, you can't do that much of anything apart from, like, the mouthfeel and mm-hmm. um, head retention and and, al- and sugars to turn into alcohol, but it's not really giving you much taste or colour or anything, but it's really the yeast that's going on in there. Or, or you get, like, these types of beers that we're drinking, American style, it's all about the hops, it's yeah. like pushing that hop thing forwards, and I kind of see English, um, traditional English beers being, like, um, showcasing the malt, so it's all about, like, having the blend of like roast barley and chocolate malt and a bit of pale malt, a bit of crystal, a bit of um, pale malt, whatever, all of that in exactly the right proportions so that um, the hops can sit in the background taking a supporting role. The yeast is kind of just there doing its job and it's it's about that. Like And those beers are underrated these days in the yeah, craft yeah. scene. The craft scene is just all about big hops. hops or yeah. whatever. And the Belgian scene is all about the yeasty kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's also about... Um, Belgium's a very sophisticated scene, so it's not like I'm reducing it to one ingredient, but like.
0: Everyone in monocles and. ruffs. Roughs. <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> <laughs>
1: but, but it has a rough outline. That's kind of like. America's hops, UK grain, Belgium, maybe France is sort of like a, a yeasty thing. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah. It's, a, it's a very, very rough landscape. i mm-hmm. proud to,
0: to look at it, but, but nice. first time i science
1: Yeah. Anyway, this is a fucking good beer. This is very nice. This is a great really yeah, it's nice
0: yeah. Very different yeah. to both of the other beers we've had.
1: Yeah, but it's very sweet and um, fucking hoppy, hoppy as fuck. It is really
0: hoppy. Like it's hoppy on the nose, but it's hoppy in the taste as well, isn't it? Like really hoppy in the taste. Mm. Like you get that nose, and you're thinking, yeah, okay, I I, I can see this is going to be a big beer, but actually, it's a lot bigger in the taste than it lets on with the nose. Sort of thing.
1: Yeah, there's no bitterness to we get, it. We get we get a lot of bitterness.
0: we drink a lot of beers which have a big hoppy nose, but actually, when you drink it, yeah. Don't doesn't deliver. doesn't deliver in that sort of sense but this definitely does
1: yeah this is this is great this is going to be really hard to decide
0: it is we've only had a couple of sips of this one so yeah there's more of this
1: one is it? That, well, no,
0: that's is it a 500 is it a 5 or 6 it might
1: be a 600 it's a
0: 5, a five 6 8 <laughs> <laughs> that's a pint <laughs> it's not so just got, a random
1: yeah, one. Yeah. so you've got yeah, half pines. a pint each of this excellent so Soma Soma, yes. So I haven't played that much of it because my time these days is is, precious, almost non existent. Yeah, um, but uh, I have played some more of it, and um, it's a very enjoyable game. It's one Mm. of the most enjoyable first person sort of mystery stroke thriller games that I've played for a while. Yeah, I've played quite a few of them recently, actually. So it's it's um, certainly superior to uh, Alien Isolation, okay, in the sense that it takes what's good about that, which, um, so what was good about Alien Isolation was the atmosphere and the level of detail that they'd put into the environment, mm-hmm. which was, um, uh, so, okay, so I'm trying to compare it with Hector as well. I think the really good thing about Hector was the um, scariness of it. Like yeah. It was a terrifying game yeah. to play. It really was.
0: Like your field of view on Hector was very restricted. You couldn't see that yeah. far in front of you. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. You really with Hector, you had to explore quite a lot, didn't you? So
1: yeah, I mean, Hector meant constantly going into rooms where you could only see like a foot in front of you, and it yeah. was pitch black, and like terrifying like noises. And although well, it got less terrifying, it was it was one disappointing thing about that was that they were on a loop, so you got to hear the same like yeah, kind of thing. The first yeah, first time you hear it, it, freaks you out, and then, and then the tenth, fifteenth, twentieth time, you're like, okay, that noise again. Yeah, I kind of expected that, but. Anyway, this is something that kind of a diversion. With, the good thing about this game was that, um, Soma is that it has, like, um, it keeps you going. Like, there's enough to do that you have to spend a few minutes thinking about it. But yeah. it's not so difficult that, like, you don't really know what the fuck you're supposed to do. And you would get frustrated. And, mm. and like it. So, for instance, there was a bit where um, the last time I talked to you about it, I think I was just about going underwater and I turned yeah. into some like, I think mean, I, I sort of got to the point where I realized that I was actually a robot. I kind of suspected that, but it, the game told you, you, you are sort of some, cause you're just breathing underwater and the hands change from being human hands into being like sort of machine hands or something. Right. Um, but then, so there was a bit where I was, I took a train, a kind of like underwater tube thing Mm -hmm. from one part of the underwater station to another um i was supposed to go and meet someone and like um you get in and you have to pick the station that you're supposed to go to yeah and then um when you do that like the the lights inside the carriage change and it starts like um obviously moving the the, um, protective shields come down over the windows and it's obviously going through this underground. Yeah, that's tunnel. like camera shake where you yeah, get a yeah, yeah. sense of moving. And then like a screen came down and started playing a promotional video for the company that made the installment that you were mm-hmm. like in and uh gave you a countdown of how long left in the um in the tube journey kind of thing. It was like ten minutes or something counting down. And the promotional video went on for about three and a half minutes or whatever. Yeah. And it stopped and I was thinking like this is weird. Well, I'm going to sit here for another like six and a half minutes waiting for the, um, the journey to yeah, end. Yeah. Um, and just as I was sort of like beginning to wonder what was going to happen, it then crashed and I had to get out and like find okay, my way. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. But it was like, it was engrossing because I was sitting watching this weird looking video that was kind of corrupted with all the shapes, being nice. different to how they nice. should be. And, and no, it was like, it was just, a, it was, it kept me, it, like, it kept the thing moving along. The plot was going forwards with new, interesting scenes and things that kept my like attention mm. rather than just, I'm in a room, I'm picking up an object, which object is it again? Like, because the, there is a lot of that in there. You have to yeah. like, pick stuff up and use it. And, and everyone's done that before. It is, so I suppose like what the game designers would are good for this a good is They're quite creative in keeping that pace about it. So different things happening all the time. So I like it. I rate it. It's a good game. Nice. They've obviously put a lot of time and effort into it.
0: And... Yeah, and I I have seen um, on YouTube that Frictional Games have been um, putting up some live action videos, which is almost the um, prologue to the game itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. I've only seen maybe six episodes. They may have a few more. Um, but it almost leads you to how you start the game. Oh, I would assume, because I've not played the game, I, I don't know how the game starts. So uh, apart from what you said about, you know, being somewhere else and then being thrust into this this world sort yeah. of thing. Um, but you almost get um, the, the, the videos that, um, these live action ones, that they put up have been people within the underwater station Um, and they've been going around having to do their jobs and they're assigned to do what they have to do and the computer tells them what they should be doing and then Mm -hmm. suddenly things start to go wrong and it almost seems like they've they've spent a lot of time with the story Mm -hmm. they've really got into it they've really got into the background of the story as well and they want you to feel a certain way about how you're playing this game and it's really convincing and for like I've not played the game yet Having watched these, I've seen, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And it, but I'm sort of in seeing these videos as well. It's very convincing that these guys know what they're talking about. Yeah, they know how to how this story and stuff. And it's a it's a great game. Yeah. I'm glad you got me it. Yeah, yeah. It
1: was a good birthday present. Mm, in fact, it mm. was a long time ago. you got me. It was like two months ago. So yes. Yeah. yeah. It's still only been about three hours worth of the game. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine there's quite a lot left. Yes, I think there probably is. Yeah. Mm. It's like watching a good film, you know. Something like we watched um, a film, a really, really terrible Halloween film last night. That was I don't know. I Sam just picked it at random. Yeah. And it's like some teen flick bullshit, a horror film, <laughs> whatever. green, No, no, but I, I have no idea what it was called. But it was like you know, it's a really obvious premise, and there was like some generic dangerous person who is the serial killer kind yep. of thing. And then there was like a an equally generic, like a twist on the ordinary theme. Mm-hmm. So that it wasn't exactly what you were thinking. It was slightly different, but then because it was slightly different to what you were ordinarily thinking, that in itself becomes a, a thing. And it's yeah, so sort it's of like, Oh yeah, obviously it's going to be slightly different to what I was actually thinking. Mm-hmm. That's predictable as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the previous night, um, It's not like we hardly ever watch films, but for some reason these days we've watched like a couple of films the last like week or so. Um, which are really really good film that was different to um, anything I'd seen recently. Like, it, um, technically it was romantic comedy, which is like the last type of film that I would choose from Netflix if I was browsing through the categories. Um, I'd probably go sci fi first and see what was on there, and then horror next and see what was on there, and I don't know, but. Um, I guess Sam picked that as well. I should—I should really be picking more films. <laughs> but anyway, so just film, allowing
0: people to choose your films.
1: <laughs> this one film had a really unusual tangent. Um, and this itself is a tangent, which I'll bring back in a second. But so this film was um, was like a couple in like couples therapy or something because I think the dude had cheated on the. Right. And the girl at some point in the past, so it started off with them. And Ted Danson was the uh, couple's okay. therapist, So I like yeah. Ted Danson, obviously, um, who doesn't, who doesn't? Like yeah, Ted, yeah. Ted Danson? Yeah. Um, anyway, so they go on this. Couple's Is it new? he silver-haired now. And, yeah, yeah. yeah Proper silver beard, isn't even. Oh. Yeah. And um, so they go on this couples retreat and end up in uh, a really nice kind of big house they have all to themselves, and as like. Um, like a I don't know, guest house or something in the bottom right. the garden, and uh,
0: Ted Dance was just in there wanking. <laughs> or... <laughs>
1: no, it wasn't. It wasn't that film. That's okay, a different all right. Film. Um, yeah, but when so like when one of them went in, uh, I think the woman went in first, and there was like what she th- like a guy looks exactly like her boyfriend who's in there, but like the cooler and funnier, like slicker version. And yeah. they end up having a really great night and have sex with each other and it's all amazing and something. And she comes back to the house, finds the actual boyfriend there the next day. He can't remember obviously because it didn't happen to him. Mm-hmm. And they have this weird thing. And then he goes in there and finds there like the better version the of better her. The better version, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then so like, the more was, suited version. That was the premise. And I won't get. I can't remember what the film is called. So no one listening will be able to follow up on this. But unless you IMDb like Ted Danson yeah. you find it um, superhead Ted Danson that's <laughs> right I think it was a 2015 release anyway okay. but um, it was weird it was like what, what the fuck is going on with that how oh, so it's there like two people just happen to look exactly like like it's obviously played by the same actor so it's yes, basically yeah. two actors in the film they keep playing the versions of them and the mm-hmm. parallel upgrade versions of them and uh, it kept like, sw- like it had this like weird tangent but don't know I didn't know where it was going. I mean, I hadn't really seen a film like that before. Like what does, how does that even what what can you even compare that to? I don't know, I don't get it. But you know, as whereas the previous With Teen horror flick film where there's the serial killer but yeah, it's not quite yeah. exactly what you're expecting this makes it really predictable. Because this was like I don't know where this is going. I want to see how this is like I want to see how it completes where it goes, where the pattern like ends up. In the, and it was, it was interesting. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sat and talked nice. about it for a bit afterwards, what we thought it meant and, and mm-hmm. how it worked out, whatever. And the Soma is like, I'd sort of put it in that category. It's like, you, you want to find out how it's going to finish. It's not like just a standard shoot. I'm like, I've played, um, Various cool and done with Call of duty, and I have no real interest in finding out what it enjoyed the black ops teaser that we played, yes but yeah, but i 'm not going to buy it yeah no, fuck that yeah it's it 's obvious where it what it is what mm-hmm. it okay, so it's like it's exactly like the team. It's, it's a shoot 'em up yeah, okay, it's going to have some twists, it's going to be exactly the same as the normal one, but yeah, that, yeah. like, predictable amount of difference, so that it, that even that's not interesting anymore, so there'll mm-hmm. be some slight, you can run and jump along the walls, or whatever, Ooh. like, Ooh, yeah, but fuck it, that doesn't make it better. Mm-hmm. I don't know, so I'm done with that now. So on the other hand, is an interesting, intriguing game that has, like, it's, it's different to other games Yeah, because yeah. you want to play more of it.
0: So, yeah. That's, I think, yeah, yeah. I think a very long tangent. <laughs> but yeah, but it, it's all. I suppose it leads uh, onto one of the other games I played, um, which is Betrayer, Okay. Which was on um, PC. Mhm. And it's a first person, Persian, Persian, pers- Persian. <laughs> first Persian. <laughs> I'm not pissed. <laughs> a first person stealth action ish stealth. kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all completely in black and white. Okay. Apart That's from reds. Like so you, yes. So you get very uh, striking, striking points. Oh, fuck's sake! Fuck <laughs> off! You get very striking points, uh, which stand out, which you're able to interact with, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it's almost like a survival horror game. So because it's in black and white, that it it puts you in the mood even more. You know, if it was, you can you can change the settings in the game to make it completely saturate or take the saturation down, so it is fully in color. Oh, really? Yeah, but it doesn't feel the same. So you have this thing with this where you are in the real world and you're moving about and you're collecting clues and you're trying to progress the story within it, and you get a few um, conquistadors because it's set within. Um, the expansion into the new world. So okay. I assume it's set in America. South America. Uh, well, it, it it doesn't really tell you, but there's Spanish about. So South America then? Yeah, but then there's, I feel that there's Native Americans as opposed to Aztecs. So I'm not really sure it knows because you're, I believe, in English.
1: The yeah, Aztecs uh, were in...
0: Mexico. So Aztecs are South American Mexico. That's,
1: the Spanish so were in... North we're,
0: America. Yeah, so... So the Spanish were in um, South America, but you're an English guy walking around a very forested, not sort of tropical area. You're walking around a very forested area. There's some Spanish people about. um, But then what happens is you can jump between the sort of light world and there's this dark world. Where there's skeletons and ghouls and all of these different things like that you can when, also um,
1: kill. Frodo puts the ring on,
0: kind of thing. Almost, almost. You get to a point where you can you find a bell, and once you toll the bell, it takes you to this other world, mm-hmm. and it it almost inverts the colours. So you've gone from a very white world with black detail to a very black world with white detail. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 cool. it does change it completely and it makes it like your field of view, it, although it may not change, it seems completely different because it, this different colour grading changes how you observe what's going on. Mm. Um, and you have to jump between the two different worlds to figure out what's going on within the central storyline to progress through. And, nice. uh, and it's, a, it's a nice game. I picked it up a few weeks ago in the Steam Stealth sale which is hard to so best well. <laughs> Steam stealth sale um, for like a pound or one pound fifty or something like that. Cool. And two it's, it's very good. It's really good. Um, but I say it's really good. I've plunged a few hours into it. And unfortunately, I've got to about the fourth area and I feel like I'm just repeating the same things again. Hmm. So it doesn't, feel like there's any progression within the game you know right, right, right it's 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 with soma and and things with alien isolation stuff like that although you're doing very similar things you're you're pushed forward by the narration you're pushed forward yeah. by what you have to do within the game and this sort of is like oh go and do it doesn't tell you but it's it's kind of like right now you've figured out how to do that in area one you now need to do that in this area and you're like well it's just the same mm-hmm. i've got to do the same thing but slightly harder so I've got to do one thing, and I do it, and suddenly a, a bunch of baddies turn up, and then in area four, even more and slightly yeah. harder people turn up to, like to fight. Cheap. And you're kind of like, wow, it's 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 interesting for you know for like one pound fifty.
1: Yeah, if you're only paying it's, it's nothing, like, man,
0: and, and it's, it's sort of an obvious
1: thing for them to fall into of like, how do we? um it's like how do i write the rest of my book or something i'm just gonna like repeat the mm, same mm. scene but change slight subtle details around it. so it it's a really cheap way of like finishing yeah it, and like... it does
0: feel like that and i've not i've not completed the game i've not gone through the whole thing because i've got to that point where you just think well i'm just repeating what i'm doing well, yeah, i'll go and play something else yeah, yeah. it's a bit yeah. like
1: i could just keep jumping over these like blades and like, it'll get slightly harder each level and I just don't know whether I'm I'm, I'm Mm. bothered Mm -mm. or interested in
0: what happens next. Um, So the other game I played, which is also black and white, is called Downwell. Right. And if you listen to us and you listen to lots of other gaming podcasts, they've all been talking about Downwell, have they?
1: I don't listen to any other gaming podcasts. So damn them. There's only one. How dare they? It's
0: just us. Just us. So Downwell is a. It's a black and white. 2D game falling game falling game so you fall a falling down game? a well. <laughs> well and the whole game is you falling down the game so if you well, think of it, so yeah so basically you are a, a character and you can jump yes and when you jump and you're in the air if you tap jump again you shoot and you have like shooting boots that fire out with yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't, no. don't 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 read too much into it.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to. It's what? um,
0: it's a like a 2D sprite game, so it's very much in the vein of like a Game Boy, like an original mm-hmm. 90 early 90s Game Boy game. Um, and That's you what, can, I'm just falling, and I shoot out of my boots, and then. you shoot out of your boots, and what you have to do right. is just get the get down to the bottom of the well to then progress into the next area of the well. By not hitting things. So you can hit things. You can jump on their heads and that will kill them. You can also shoot them, which will kill them. Some enemies can't be jumped on. Mm -hmm. Some enemies can't be shot. Right. So you have to work out what the enemy is to allow you to move through. It's a very combo-driven game. So you can jump on enemies' heads continuously or shoot them to build up your combo, um, which... Builds up your score basically, and it's all about being score driven and being able to progress through. It's 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 really fucking addictive. <laughs> so, you is uh, it, like the first a bit time I played, like,
1: um, super hex uh, again,
0: almo- like, it is, yeah, almost. almost. You can just there. like get it's dead, dead start again, dead, start again, dead, start again, mm-hmm. and you just keep going. And as you progress through, and you kill more things, and you build up your score through being able to combo and through collecting gems, which is what drop when the enemies mm-hmm. you kill die. Mm-hmm. Um, you can unlock different palettes. So you've got a very black and white game, but with red in as well. And that red is is built in in a way that you know that if it's a black and white enemy, but with a hint of red in it, you can jump on its head. If it's a black and white enemy... With no red in, you can shoot it. If it's a, a white and red enemy, you can only jump on it. <laughs> if it's just red, you can only there's shoot all, it. So an it, action
1: it, happening really
0: quickly. Yeah, and Is it's it's, it's very cool? fast paced. It's, it's right, really right. quick because you're falling. Yeah. you can land on you know blocks that are sat there and, and platforms and stuff. But you feel that it's meant to be played like as quickly as possible. Yeah, like you're meant I mean, to just yes. get down to the bottom of it as quickly as you can. Um, and it's re- it's just so addictive. Like you die and you're like, Yep, I'll retry. I will nice. go again. Sounds good. And What's you start again, again? down well. Downwell, nice. Uh I think it only came out about two weeks ago. But again, it was about one 50. It's on a um, Steam sale, is it? Uh, it no, it's not It's not even on sale. It was just it's that's good. just the price nice. that it is. Okay. Um it came out on iOS about a month ago, I think. Um, and listening to a lot of other people talk about it, the iOS version is not the best way to play it because of the like, well, touch screen sort them. of I don't care things. what they think. Fuck them. What but it's not available them? on Mac.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. Oh. So if you want to play, you have to play on your iPhone.
1: Or run Windows. Or run Windows. Yes, well, All right. Well, on that bombshell, um, I think it's time for your birthday dinner. So we should probably stop
0: Whee! talking about games we're going to yeah. go and eat some steak and ale pie yes or other pie
1: whatever. or other pie or other depending on what other people, people have general, made general yes. pies but, pie pie um, what, what beer is getting I mean basically are you going to go for the the kernel or the arbor I assume mm, it's I difficult the Modus
0: Operandi was, was the not the best thing about it in was it, it, it was, came up against some yeah, very tough yeah. opposition. It did, it did. The I think it's a bad been... week we picked it to put yeah. against.
1: These are two of the best beers
0: we've had. I mean, the kernel was very balanced, it was a great flavour. The harbour uh, the Harbour? the Arbour. Harbor is a different brewery. It is. The Arbour is very hoppy. Mm. And that flavour is really good though. Mm. It's a it's a good hoppy flavour. So I'm really gonna come to the chase. I'm to going Colonel. kernel. Are you? Mm. I'm gonna be
1: gonna be a cereal. Yes,
0: I'm gonna go with the Arbor Rocket Man then.
1: It's very, very fucking close. Mm. They're both very similar, and they're both excellent, excellent. Well, you
0: say they're similar, but they are quite different in that one doesn't leave that hoppy sort of flavour with it. Like the, the, yeah, kernel the kernel doesn't leave no, much to the, you no drink it, and bit. it's done. And IBU in the kernel were very low, whereas the the Arbor sticks around a lot, a bit that's a big flavour
1: I mean for an, an IPA it wasn't very bitter
0: no it's not no not bitter not at all no no but it's very hoppy and fucking hoppy it's, like, it's a big flavour like it's a big flavour the
1: kernel tasted like juice
0: yeah like the kernel good. was one that like, yeah. was just so easy yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> which is good in a in a way anyway so it's one vote for kernel one vote for Arbor. yes so it's a draw woo
0: Sorry, modus hopperandi. Yes. You're oh, nice, right. but you're not quite. So there the wasn't a winner, but was that. a loser. <laughs> modus <Yeah>. by <laughs>
1: scar brewing. <laughs> Unlucky, you came you were a difficult week. Difficult week altogether. Very much. But uh yeah, birthday week. There was some tough the big beers in the birthday. Big competition, week. big competition. Well let's let's say it wasn't my homebrew that won,
0: <laughs> <It was laughs> certainly not. Which we had before we started. Fortunately,
1: we weren't recording when we drank. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, we drank that before we drank any of the other beers. But let's call it an evening. We
0: shall. So we are I'm fucking tanked up as shit. Uh, we <laughs> have been we fuck. have been tanked up to fuck. <laughs> um you can get us on Twitter in the normal fucking place other go episodes. Go to Twitter go find to find fucking YouTube. Just listen lot. again
1: for something else.
0: Have a very fun night. Bye.